0: back, Eternians, to another episode of Eternia, Confidential. I'm Philip,
1: And I'm Kirby.
0: And we've been away.
1: For a long while.
0: But we're back, and we're gonna do this shit.
1: Yeah. What's up?
0: Not too much. You know, got a new computer.
1: Kind of computer
0: to get? I um, it's it's a Predator Helios three hundred or whatever. Wow. Yeah. You know, Predator. If you um, you want you want advertisement on on our podcast, you don't even need to send us another computer or anything. I've got one right here. It's really nice. I mean, I you know, you can reach tens of listeners, tens. That's whole tens. Yeah, that's whole ten people. And if they ten, tell ten people and they tell ten people, they would be like 30 people.
1: This isn't an
0: MLM. Anyway. <laughs> but other than that, you know, life, man, it happens.
1: Yeah, we're back.
0: But we're back and we're ready to do this crap. So what are we talking about today?
1: We're talking about He Man, Masters of the Universe, episode twenty-six.
2: A Up. beastly sideshow. Yeah.
0: Um, I like this one, but we're going to get into that. Um, and it's it's an excellent entry. We've got Peter L. Dixon. Doing double duty, writing the story, writing that teleplay. He, he wrote a lot. We got Robbie London coming back, back in the saddle, and Perfect Direction by Gwen Wetzler herself.
1: She always says the better episode.
0: Yeah, it's better than Briny Steve.
1: Let's not talk about Briny.
0: Well, we'll talk about him when we get to him. But let's get on in here. We begin, as opposed to the last few episodes, all up in Eternos' business. And there's some happy, peppy music playing. And why is there happy, peppy music playing?
1: Carnival?
0: That's right. The carnival is in town. And it's a great carnival. Look at this awesome carny. He doesn't look like shit at all. He looks like a fine, upstanding gentleman.
1: With the bags under his eyes.
0: And the the weird pointy head. And the the really pronounced hunch.
1: And the Zeppeli mustache.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. Interesting beard, where it's gray in the middle.
1: Doesn't look like a mask at all.
0: No, it's not a mask. And he's here to, uh, get out of the way. Make room for the carnival. This is a shitty carnival. Uh, Well, we'll get into why we think it's a shitty carnival in a minute. I would like to point out that everyone needs to be on the lookout for Captain Dickhead.
1: Captain Dickhead?
0: Captain Dickhead. There's a guy whose head looks like a dick. And he is in multiple shots.
1: Yeah.
0: Multiple shots. It starts out kind of innocent. There's a guy in the background kind of a dick but later on it's all full dick action man we get all up in that dick and it's creepy and weird this is also I think the first time that we've seen a huge gathering of attorneys in one place
1: they spent a lot of money on this episode
0: they did which is why there's some costs cut later on in the show but we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that when we cross that bridge uh but some interesting fashion going on here. Some real interesting fashion, a lot of neck constriction,
1: a lot of pinheads.
0: Just just to throw it out there. First appearance of Captain Dickhead. Minute 37 seconds. Just press pause on that.
1: Pause?
0: Press pause. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's how we're rolling today. We're rolling <laughs> deep and heavy. On the wine. On the wine, not the not the booze. Booze was yesterday. Booze was it was a holiday here in the U.S. of A. And I don't know if anybody heard, but apparently we had a revolution I missed. I don't know. I was really drunk at the time.
1: He was very drunk. He could not join the revolution.
0: Yeah, no. I they, just told
1: me he had bone spurs.
0: I, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I mean, that's, that's always a get-out-of-free jail card on that.
1: Next you'll be president.
0: Oh, don't say that. I need, to, I need to ruin a few hotels first before I even think about becoming president.
1: Discriminate against whole groups of people in housing.
0: Mm-hmm. Sell steak out of the sharper image.
1: And I mean, I
0: could do that now.
1: And create a bogus university.
0: Captain Drunk Master 9000 here is just demanding that the street that is completely empty be cleared. <clears throat> Clear this empty street. Get out of my way. Make way for the carnival.
2: Get your giant dickhead out of the way, kid. You're freaking me out.
0: And uh, or amongst the crowd of freaks, Is who other people... Look, I'm just saying, the carnival? Not that interesting. You know what I would pay money to see? A group of these fucking people lined up.
1: It's like Comic-Con.
0: But yes. in your hometown. Yeah. Actually,
1: it's more like Dragon Con.
0: Yes, it is absolutely. It's Dragon Con. It's horrifying. So, Adam, Orko, and Cringer, they're all real excited. Because the, there's some fucking distraction in this podunk fucking city that they live in, apparently, mm-hmm. with flying cars and magic. But, damn it, it's so boring. That when a guy comes by with the most pathetic carnival in the universe...
1: That's a great carnival. Carnival? Wow, we were both fucking up the day.
0: We are. I I think it's the playback speed, but we'll figure that out. You know, it's... It's an interesting... It's an interesting town. I'm gonna say that. It's an interesting town if you're there to people watch, but apparently there's not a goddamn thing to do. You know? What do you do on a lazy Tuesday? Swing by the sizzler? (coughs) You know? Go hang out at the uh the in and out. there's not a lot to do.
1: they go out to space if they need to go have a bender,
0: you know I mean especially if you're Skeletor.
1: space bender with space hookers
0: oh god that's that's a booming business. It's like the fucking bunny ranch in Nevada, you know
1: <laughs> so wait, are we saying that hookers are are legal on eternia, but they're they're legal in space is it kind of like international waters?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like gambling in the Mississippi. You know, as long as you're physically in a vessel that's touching water, even if that vessel is attached to the land, like through concrete and pipes and all kinds of crap, you're still legal because you're on the water. It's the same thing.
1: So there's there's space rowboats, Which yes, and gambling,
0: yes. And They're all Mark Twain-themed. Anyway, look, we're a minute and 47 seconds in, and we haven't talked about the, the episode at,
1: at all. all. Yeah.
0: But they're all excited. Adam, Orko, Cringer, they're real excited. Cringer's about to be super excited, but we'll get into that in a minute. We see some of the main attractions here. What comes down the pike? But holy shit, the first attraction.
1: A giant snake.
0: A really... Fuck it. I feel sad. You want to talk about somebody I feel sad for in this episode? The snake? It's the snake. Look at the size of that enclosure.
1: He looks like one of those like fake snakes you have in like one of those cans that pop out of people. So that's what he looks like right now.
0: Maybe he is fake. Oh. You know? We haven't gotten... We'll delve deeper into this pathetic sideshow. As we move on... To, ooh, a shadow beast. Oh, oh reuse
1: model. We've
0: never seen a shadow beast before. Ever. Except for, you know, a thousand times. And then we come upon the main attraction
1: Pretty kitty. A pretty
0: kitty. <laughs> the crux of the plan, and what a plan it is.
1: With her high cheekbones.
0: She's got them high cheekbones. All white. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Red eyes. She's got those gypsy eyes.
2: She does. Go on, step up and have a look. (laughs) While you're looking at that, I'm going to have a little bit of this.
1: A little Jameson?
0: A little bit. You know it's toilet wine. Doesn't matter (laughs) if that man is out of jail or not. He's hooked. This is the first time... They lay eyes on each other.
1: It's more of she looks at him and he like goes, oh,
0: she likes me. I mean, obviously.
1: She looked at his direction.
0: She did. She looked at him right dead in the face. And he was like. Whoa. And she was like. Not whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, is she talking to me? She
1: didn't say a goddamn thing. She cringer. didn't
0: say shit. Now, now, now that we are, you know, uh, able to see this carnival in full length, I wish that that there was a playback speed on Netflix, but there's not, and that's unfortunate. But it's fricking the front car, the green car egg thing that's got nothing to do with anything. A snake.
1: Shadow Beast. And Bridge. the cat. And Pretty Kitty. That's it. That's it. That is the worst carnival I've ever seen in my life. These
0: people are fucking bored. <laughs> so they want for nothing.
1: So this is what happens when you have a utopian society. There's no struggle. So there's no there's boredom. So this is why capitalism is the best.
0: Look. This is what Bernie Sanders wants to have happen, okay? They're eating rats in Venezuela. I'm saying, since if Bernie Sanders were president, right, and he wanted to bring the same ideas as social, for socialism into this country, yeah. don't do you think that we would benefit? Yeah, yeah. But I just told you, Venezuela is eating rats. But I just want people to have health care, honey. I don't want like. <laughs> well... Same thing Hugo Chavez. Oh, my God. You now have, like, worms in your
1: brain, honestly.
0: So, obviously, Burn. Burn? Yeah. So, you know, they're all, everybody's all amped up for the show, and cringe is wondering, hey, what is she doing after the show?
1: We never know, because she doesn't fucking talk.
0: She's a regular cat. She's a normal. Cringer is unusual.
1: Yeah, Panthor doesn't talk either.
0: That's right. Let's talk about your reused model. All right, anyway. So, we cut to... The shittiest carnival ever. And I love... Okay. So, let's... Picture this again, if you will. They have everybody lined up on one side of the street. Watching the carnival drive down the street. It drives through an archway into an alley where there's nobody. Nobody around. Open air carnival. I didn't see him put any orange cones down or shit. He doesn't have a tilt a to set up. How are there no people around? It's weird. That's I'm just saying. Unless that was like, oh, a moment of distraction. I'll now go back home and gaze at all my baubles and jewels in ennui. <laughs> oh, there's no so,
1: books, no TV.
0: This is this is when we get the big reveal, as dark music swells. And the creepy sideshow guy pushes a button, which opens a panel to reveal the hologram head projector 9000.
1: <laughs> and whose head is being projected?
0: None other than Skeletor, you boob. Of course. And this is important. This is an important conversation. Well, did, did you do it yet? Is he captured? It's like, dude, I've been on the job for 10 minutes.
1: I just got to town. I
0: just got here. We talked about this. There was going to be a whole thing. We haven't even talked about the plan yet. And you're all like, is it done? And so here's the plan. Skeletor wants obviously Beastman in a shitty Halloween mask to capture Cringer. And the first question the skeletor is like is like, did you try and use your powers? And he's like, I tried and it doesn't work. It's weird. That's a great face.
1: Something's different about cringer.
0: Yes, yeah, something is different about cringer. Do we delve into that? Do we try and equate cringer, the only green and yellow striped tiger, to the only other green and yellow striped tiger that Beast Man can control? No. Face blindness.
1: Yes. They totally look totally different.
0: Absolutely different. But anyway, Pretty Kitty has captured Cringer's interest, so fuck that part of the plan. We've got this other plan. I'm not gonna fucking fail. And Skeletor's like, good, because the whole point of this plan is that you get the cat, then Adam shows up, we get Adam, and then He-Man shows up, and then we get Adam.
2: Blank, 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 profit.
0: Yeah. Now very... wait, you—we did forget that there is another attraction in this sideshow, and I will posit the biggest victim of this whole plot.
1: Oh yeah, zapping guy,
0: electro or electrode—I don't know. He's a pointy pointy-eared dude. And he puts his hand in a bowl of water, and he touches a Tesla coil, and he's fine. And this is when Orko introduces... Oh, and by the way, what's behind Orko at, minute, at three minutes and, and 50 seconds? Could that be a penis face? It's penis head. It's penis head. He is littered through the beginning of this episode.
1: So Orko is like, I'm going to go do that. And they're like, don't do it. You'll don't cut- do
0: it. You'll catch on fire, man.
1: He's like, but I got this secret, yo. I got this secret ancient weapon.
0: It's magic black powder. From Earth. It's called pepper.
1: You see where this is going.
0: Why, are you saying that this is important to the plot?
1: It might be this episode's So He puts his time.
0: hand in the water, and even though he's not grounded, his hat bursts into <laughs> flames. But my favorite part about this is Electro. Because Orko floats up, and he's like, Hey man, I could do that shit. And he's like Shrug my shoulders. I don't give a care. I don't fuck it, whatever. I ain't OSHA approved.
2: I yeah, got kicked it?
0: out of the electro college, man. I'm just a fucking dropout man. I'm just trying to make a goddamn dime. And you're trying to steal my thunder. You know, whatever, man. I don't care you get fucking burned. I ain't you know you ain't signing no waiver. I'm going to think we could fuck things got insurance. It sure as hell don't. (laughs) That's just a car battery, man. It's not even anything special. It's just a car battery. I'm wearing rubber-soled shoes, bitch. This ain't fucking real. (laughs) You do whatever you want, man. You do what you, you do you, man. So he dips his hand in the water. Arc of electricity. It lights his hat on fire, because that makes fucking sense. And Orko tries to use the pepper to put the fire out. Now, here's the deal. It doesn't fucking work. It doesn't fucking work. Because as we all know, if you've got a grease fire in the kitchen, throw some salt on that motherfucker. He doesn't have salt. He only knows about pepper. He doesn't know about salt. They only know about pepper. Is there no spices
1: on Eternia, by the way?
0: Apparently not, not. Not pepper. Pepper is not a thing. He stole that from the queen she was, like, putting it on her food, and she goes, Mmm, this is magically delicious. And he's like, Magic!
1: She's gonna be so pissed, because there's no spices on Eternia, since she only had the pepper and salt and, and sriracha. And fucking,
0: yeah, it's like the, the sriracha verve, uh, fucking uh, reserves are gone, man. All she's got left is pepper and salt. And uh-huh. Duncan's making the salt for her. Don't ask him how. Tears. I mean, what else does he do all day? He
1: cries all day, and then she uses his, uh, she just, like, uses his tears to make salt.
0: And he's like, here you are, your majesty. I don't understand what you need it for. I like my food bland.
2: (laughs) Bland and filling.
1: That's why it's full of white people. Oh, my God. Eternity is all white.
0: Well, there are other ethnicities you remember chopper from episode like fucking two or three
1: talk about fucking chopper okay
0: i mean look clamp champ doesn't even get an episode and he's the only black guy (laughs) oh fuck all right but yeah so he lights himself on fire the pepper doesn't work jams himself into the faucet and Teal just has a big old belly laugh. That like, shit is funny as fuck. She's
1: like, ha, 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 fuck you.
0: And Orko hands the pepper to Adam. He's like,
1: this shit's worthless, man. It doesn't even make my french fries taste good. Here, take it. I don't fucking need it.
0: Adam's like, all right, I guess I'll hang on to it. Whatever. But everybody hurry up. It's time for the show. What's about and
1: to happen?
2: What's
0: the first show? Shadow Beast. It's the beastly menagerie. So it's not really a carnival, it's more as a, like a shitty shi- sideshow. And so he decides that possibly beauty could tame this beast and commands the fucking uh, okay, let's let's stop. Let's pause the thing before we before we get too far ahead of ourselves. He uses his lazy omatic whip, the self-whipping whip,-hmm. To command the beast to grab Tila. Oh, by the way, minute four uh, four and 51 seconds, Captain Penis staring right, barreling the camera. This is a not safe for work episode today. Sorry, kids. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. I'm going
1: to blow up his face in the box and then like, like pixelate the top of his head. <laughs>
0: Just a big, big friggin' sensor bar. Uh-huh. Just put a sensor bar over the top of his head.
1: Yes. Is that what you're gonna do for Maybe. the...
0: Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh. Ding. Meanwhile, and... next to him. Love that haircut.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a That's great frickin haircut. frickin'
0: haircut from Dark Souls.
1: They didn't spend a lot of money on the background people.
0: They had some fun. They put a penis in. <sighs> yeah, they dead. All right, anyway. Um, Yeah. So, he commands a shadow beast to grab not a random beautiful woman, but Tila, of all fucking people. And what was his plan? He's like, can beauty tame the beast like he was testing it out? He didn't know? Or did he know? And this is just a fatal flaw in the plan later. All I'm saying is, this is a weird moment. Cause the beast just reaches down and grabs Teal, and Teal is just smiling out at him like a sacrificial lamb. Like this is fun. I don't normally allow people to manhandle me. And Duncan immediately, with his not lightsaber electro truncheon, his light up truncheon, just springs forth into action.
1: He's like, "Whoa, fuck!" He's like,
0: "Yeah, I love this." It. Like, What are you doing to my daughter?" And she's like, Dad, stop, Jesus, put your frickin' light-up dildo away. And she starts sweet-talking the Shadow Beast.
1: He's like, put me down, hun. you know we're friends.
0: And he's like, all right, I guess, pretty lady. And then he goes back in his crate, and Beast Man's like, yeah, it was weird, all right, whatever. And, uh, Duncan... Not to be outdone is like, you do something like that again, motherfucker, and your ass is never allowed an attorney again.
1: Just don't do any political ads, okay, Duncan? <laughs> That's all I asked. You would make it terrible. Look, you
0: obvious immigrant. We don't like your kind around here. Oh, God. And, again, they glaze over the snake, fuck the snake, because it's not real, it's and we tiny. skip right to the main attraction, which is obviously pretty kid. And everybody, including a penis face, is losing their shit. I mean, he is really losing his shit. This is a really good shot of him at uh, five minutes, 31 seconds. He is absolutely loving it. He's loving it more than pointy beard next to him. Like everybody else, like the, the angry Mongol warrior there is like, whatever. Mm hmm. They actually took time to animate that one dude's face. He has had more expressions than anybody else. Everybody else has been the exact same drawing. They spent time on that dude.
1: So anyway. So Cringer starts to pant because look, all I'm saying is is pretty lady.
0: Dead boy thirsty. That boy is very thirsty. Like, obviously, he starts to pant. He's licking his lips. He's like, down, boy. Ha ha. He's like, "Uh, she's very loving if you tame her. But if not, crack. And she's like, ah, why are you cracking the whip at me, girl? Which scares the cringer. Because
1: she growls and she looks ferocious, but pretty at the same time. And
0: he's like, I got that scaredy dick. That fear boner. (laughs) But he's loving it. Oh, he is all about that scaredy dick. He
1: wants her to dominate him so bad.
0: Oh, yeah. And he's like, would anybody like to pet the pretty kitty? And Crancher's like,
1: It's a real tech savory
0: moment. Oh, yeah. There's some interesting animation going on. And uh, Adam's like, all right, all right, let's go. Come on.
1: Put your dick back in your pants. We got we a red
0: go rocket back. situation on aisle seven. Let's go. He's like, all right. Uh, uh. Fuck you, Adam. Oh, was a I was enjoying myself. So was Penis Head. And uh Beastman's like, you're gonna pay a, a special visit to your buddy tonight,
2: yeah? Like, <laughs> and I'm gonna sp- <sighs> uh, spend a special visit with this bottle.
1: <laughs> oh, how many do you think? Pretty. This isn't for Pretty kitties first go around with this shit.
0: No man, she's she's an old hand at this. That's all pancake makeup. She's she she looks terrible. Oh dang! You know it's nobody in this thing is in this rodeo has been there. You know their first go around. Electro's like, man, I only worked one day, man. I only got fifty cents. What the fuck? You said ten percent of the gate. But anyway, Pretty Kitty shows up at the uh,
1: Royal Palace. The
0: Royal Palace and rowels outside the window. And poor Cringer, he just can't help himself. And, eh, fuck it, Adam's Adams asleep, and...
1: He's fucking thirsty.
0: Yep. So he gets himself a drink, literally, by jumping into a trough of water. <laughs> uh, nothing like an evening swim. Oh,
1: fuck you, Cringer. <laughs> he is so obsessed with this cat. For no apparent reason. Just she's, hot. He, she's hot. She's hot.
0: And she's the only hot cat he's seen in a long time.
1: And it's just this this moment is very creepy on Mm -hmm. Beast Man's part. He's like, yes, pretty kitty. Bring your friend
2: into the cage. Everybody get on inside. You wanna join her? Get on in there. We'll talk about rates later. Oh,
0: And she gives him the old over-the-shoulder, and he's like, oh, oh, man.
2: Oh,
1: discount with a condom kind of thing going on here. And
0: then he slams the door, pulls off his fucking face, and welcome to the carnival, bitch. (laughs) Real fun uh, animation on that, too, with him laughing and shaking the mask upside down so it looks like they're both laughing.
1: Next up, Snake Mountain.
0: That's what I call my billy.
2: (laughs) I say that to my bottle every night. I I like how
1: Cringer's like, Oh, I know Skeletor doesn't like carnivals.
0: Yeah, I love that. I hope he likes the carnival. I can't imagine. He locked me in here.
1: What did I fucking do, man?
0: We know what he does. All right, anyway. So we get up the next morning and... Duncan's tooling around with his sky sled with his fucking weird wrench, and he's like, I don't know where Cringer is. The cook said he didn't come down for his food or nothing. And he's like, "Ah, that's weird. And Duncan's like, you know what's also weird? That carnival left early, even after I threatened that carny. Isn't that odd? That I threatened a man's livelihood and then he left early? It's almost like he felt threatened or something, Adam. I don't understand. It's weird.
1: He had three whole acts, too. 3 whole acts.
0: Look, it was weird.
1: There's three whole acts of the carnival. Why would they stay for a second day?
0: Look, they're, well, Electro. <laughs> <laughs> so, Electro had so many more things he was gonna do.
1: So this is when Orko busts in the room and he's like, I got a note!
0: And yeah, the guards found this note.
1: Now, well, let me read the note to everybody.
0: Oh, please.
1: <clears throat> Prince Adam, I have your pet. Come to Snake Mountain and retrieve him. If you dare, Skeletor. Get... <laughs> yes. Yeah. So one of the has found this, and he hands it over to Adam, and they immediately know what Skeletor's plan is.
0: Yep. Because it's obvious. He's like, so he's gonna get you to go, and then he man will get. Yeah. So Adam's like, all right. Well, I guess I'll skip a step. By the power of Grayskull, I am the power. Transformation. So,
1: but everything's going good for Skeletor so far.
0: I love love this random cut to Orko just clapping his ass off. If it's he-man he wants, it's he-man he'll get. And then we cut to the three chuckle fucks in the throne room. (laughs) Okay, I love this moment because we cut to it the alarm starts to go off. And what was the first thing I said? I said, oh, my God, that reminds me of something. And then Skeletor goes, it sounds like we have company. And the alarm keeps going. And I'm like, is it, is it Big Papa Pump?
2: Holler if you hear me.
0: <laughs> he just starts running down the apron. Samoey Joe.
2: What you understand is when you take the
0: 32-inch pythons and you put them in a the ring with Cringer and Pretty Kitty and the Shadow Beast, that's, you had half a chance.
2: But now you have even less of a chance. You have one-eighth of a
0: half of a chance, Emojo.
1: <laughs> so he's like, oh, somebody's here.
0: And it's obviously... Prince Adam. Prince Adam. No doubt. Bloop. But who's on the viewer?
1: Oh, no. It's He-Man.
0: He came for the creature himself, eh?
1: That's not suspicious at all.
0: Our plan
2: is working better than we thought. It's almost like he knows the cat intimately. (sighs) That green and yellow striped tiger that I can't control. Weird. That Adam would... But he man would come,
0: eh?
1: And he's like, "Is it time to show the cat?" And and Skelthedor is like, "No, not yet."
0: I want him closer, closer, and then we shall spring our ingenious trap. And we cut back to a turnhouse, and Dila's D- like, "What do you fucking mean, Adam went by himself?" To go get Cringer at Snake Mountain. Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Nobody told me this.
0: I'm only captain of
1: the fucking guards.
0: Orko's like, nah, he wanted to go alone. He would have been fine. He's gonna be fine. Orko is shit at lying. Mm -hmm. Instead of just saying, like, Adam's looking for the tiger, but he doesn't know he's at Snake Mountain, He Man went for the tiger at Snake Mountain. Nah, fuck it. Adam and Adam's at the Snake Mountain because he is. He's just He-Man. He Man. So he's could have said lying. He's with. He's
1: with He Man at Snake Mountain.
0: Nope. 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 So she's like, "I'm sworn to protect the fucking prince, bitch. I gotta go." And that's what I intend to do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna save him. She, Jesus.
1: She drops on the sky sled and just pops on over the. Snake off Mountain. Off Snake
0: Mountain. And we cut to the worst trap ever.
1: Oh, fucking God. Oh, Let's talk please. About
0: this fucking trap. Please describe the trap.
1: Okay. So we have a room with a flat, like a flat floor. And it's, it's all stone. So there's like a flat rock floor. And then in front of it is like, what, say, 20 feet, 20, 30 feet up.
0: Mm hmm
1: is like a cliff. And on top of the cliff, precariously hanging off the side, kind of doing a balancing act, is like a gold box with glass paneled sides with cringer inside. And it looks like Beastman's trying to like carefully balance him. So he's like always he's already he's like two seconds from falling off and evil inns at the bottom like
0: She's like, yeah, and then he'll see him. And when he goes to catch the box, he'll step on this one really brightly blue painted square on the ground. And when he does
1: one foot.
0: Yeah, it's a really small switch, which is something we pointed out.
1: It's literally like one foot by one foot.
0: And then the other problem with it is that. Why is the button in the room with him? Why don't you control the button? And then they push the button, and the floor falls away, and then he can meet Octo Beast, which we sort of see, sort of not.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that in just a second. But we have we cut away, and we come cut back to Snake Mountain, and we see kind of
0: He Man, He
1: Man scaling up the wall while Skeletor looks on through his,
0: his little viewy thing,
1: viewy finder
0: thing and he's like release the shadow beast
1: but this shadow beast is special
0: it is special it's brown as opposed to all the other shadow beasts which have been purple and i love how i love this this real james bond moment the shadow beast grabs he-man which for some reason is much stronger than him in this particular episode
1: even though he's done some fucking ridiculous things already with his strength i guess he doesn't want to hurt the shadow beast because he knows it's just an animal
0: I guess. I don't know. It's
1: still a lame excuse.
0: Yeah. So he's like, eh, 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 eh. and before he can do anything, Teela's like, Poop. hey, remember me? It's Teela.
1: Don't worry. Put him down. He's my friend.
0: And the shadow beast's like, oh, okay.
1: Pretty lady. Pretty
0: lady. Put down He-Man, leave. So he just puts He-Man down and he fucks off. Great plan, Skeletor. Yeah. Way to pick the one controllable fucking shadow beast. And He-Man's like, look, I'm going to go get Cringer and make sure Adam's okay. And Teela's like, I'll stay here and make sure Adam, if she shows up, I'll stop him. And He-Man's like, yeah, and keep that fucking thing company, Jesus. And Skeletor's all excited. He's like, oh, he got away from the thing. But oh, well, we still have the ingenious Beast trap.
1: Ingenious.
0: I came up with this one night in a dream. And so we get that old conceit of the person who's trapped in the clear box can see that the person is about to fall into the trap. But oh, no, the box is soundproof. And he can't be heard. How will he stop He-Man from stepping on the switch?
1: While well, he's precariously balancing off the side of the poor rock formation.
0: I can't think of a single thing. Oh, I know what he does. He knocks himself off the cliff.
1: Yes, that's exactly what he does.
0: He's like, don't worry, cringe, I'll get getcha. It's cool. Let me just walks forward nonchalantly towards this button on the floor.
1: He's inches. From this fucking button. And I just want to point out, why does everybody walk in the same exact path towards this fucking button?
0: Because there are lines painted in the ground.
1: Is everybody on a track?
0: Yes. So he's like right next to it, Skeletor's about to cream his pants. He's got such a huge victory boner. He's like, yes, seat on the throne. And...
1: Cringer's like, there's only one way to save He-Man.
0: And so, he takes that plunge. And he runs at the edge of the cage. He knocks the thing, and He-Man's like, and no! And we get a little Tex Avery moment as He-Man catches the box and carefully places it on the floor, and the trap is not slat. The, uh, not Set. Set. No. Just sprung. Sprung. Jesus. Oh yeah. my god.
1: We can't remember words today.
0: Yeah, whatever. And then uh, immediately Skeletor goes, You fucking asshole, it's all your fault, Beastman.
1: And Beastman's like, What the fuck?
0: It's all your fault, flea bag. I'll have your hide for this.
2: And Beastman's like, I mean, What?
1: What the fuck?
2: I thought we had this shit in the bag, man.
1: I did all my part.
2: I got all the monsters together. I wore a mask, an outfit.
1: I got threatened.
2: Like several times.
0: Anyway.
1: He-Man's like, so we could cut back to He-Man and Cringer, and He-Man's like,
0: hey, buddy, why the fuck did you do that? I was coming for you. That was crazy, bro. I was like, a fu- only four more feet away, man. He- and Cringer's like, dude, the only way to save your life was to sacrifice myself. Whoa, that's fucking deep. And then he was like, yeah, what the fuck came over me, man? That was crazy. I don't, I don't usually do that.
1: Fuck you, dude.
0: <laughs> what the hell came over me? <laughs> He's like, I think it's a thing called courage. Ting. Glance at the camera.
1: Yeah, I guess we're, I think we're going to get we're getting close to what the message is going to be for today.
0: Probably. I don't know why. But so
1: now that it's so basically now that they've met up with each other. Um, He-Man's like, yeah, now let's go. Let's why, why don't we go take care of Skeletor while you are here. And
0: Cringer's like, <laughs> Cringer's like, whoa, man, slow your roll. That's a long fucking how about, day? How about we just leave? That's cool. Let's leave, man. Let's just go. And He-Man's like, no, nah, you'll feel better after this. And Zap.
1: Is it? Wait, I have a good question to ask.
0: You? Yeah.
1: Is this considered animal testing because it's against Gringer's will?
0: But once he's transformed, he's all like, "Yeah, I feel so much better."
1: Yeah, if you uh, give somebody morphine, yeah, they will feel like a lot better. But is it ethical to give somebody morphine against their will, even though they'll feel a lot better afterwards? <laughs> I'm asking too hard of questions?
0: Look, I don't know what you're talking about here, okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying that Cringer and, and uh, 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 Battle Battlecat are... I mean, know. meth will make you feel really good, but... Yeah, but, you know, Cringer's got all his teeth, so obviously the power is not detrimental to his health.
1: That's debatable, because it makes him have, like, liquid courage to go do crazy shit.
0: But he can do crazy shit. I think there's some moral ambiguity here. That's all I'm saying. Look, you know, it's sort of a no, 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 but it really means yes, yes, yes. Oh,
1: God, it's an even worse way to praise it.
0: <laughs> so anyway, now he's all raring to go, and he's like, I want to go fuck up Skeletor.
1: And he's like, okay, let's go. Fuck yeah.
0: Hey, and you know who we totally forget about and never mention ever again? That poor, sad, pretty kitty oh yeah but we cut back to beastman like pleading like no man it wasn't my fault i did everything you told me to and the alarm goes off and it's small joe you know they say all men are created equal but you look at me and you look at small joe and you can
2: see that statement is not true see normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler you got a 50 50 chance of winning but i'm a genetic freak and i'm not normal so you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix?
1: And they're like, oh, shit. Somebody else is on Snake Mountain. Who
0: could that be? Could it be Teela? Teela, head of the Royal Guard. We have some new bait for He-Man that we never use as bait. Ever. And she just falls right the fuck in the trap.
1: That one by one
0: foot. It's the most obvious part of the path. And she gets grabbed by Hentai and dragged off the screen. Excellent. Excellent. Bring Teela to the throne room.
1: This is going to be hilarious.
0: Yes, have her bring her to the south entrance. He won't leave. He man will not leave without her. Ha ha! And so we cut to Tila getting chained up by Beast Man and Evelyn. because Skeletor spent all his fucking budget on a shitty carnival and couldn't afford any other henchmen today.
1: No, you got your three henchmen, and that's it. I don't. I they didn't even. Merman is in the lake. Taking he, a nap.
2: He's eating tilapia.
0: He's eating
1: tilapia. Where's t- where's clap jaw?
0: Clap trap.
1: Where's clap trap?
0: It's not clap trap. It's trap jaw. But uh, trap jaw. He's uh, trap Yeah, oiling his rivets.
1: <laughs> okay. What are the other ones we've met
0: so far? Uh, I don't think we've met anybody else because you know there was the one hit wonder, but he was gone. You remember? Dragon Man, Dragon Man.
1: Well, he got stuck in the past.
0: Yep. So we haven't met anybody else. Uh, you know, we haven't met Whiplash yet or Clawful.
1: Well, what about Asian Asian stereotype?
0: Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Are you addressing Kung Fu, otherwise known as Chopper, Chopperfall?
1: Yeah, I really didn't like him. They.
0: They they used him for the requisite one episode so they could get that action figure out on the shelves.
1: It's only a little bit racist.
0: A little? He was freaking yellow.
1: I was being kind.
0: <laughs> anyway. So they, they train her up, like... And she's like, let go of me, you asshole, you overgrown chimp and you stupid bitch.
1: And this is a funny little moment where... Uh, Teal is like, oh, you're so, she's like, let go of me, you witch. And she's like, Uh, oh, thank you for the compliment.
0: <laughs> now these chains are so strong that not even He-Man can break them. Womp womp. We'll, we'll see about that. And then we cut back and it's He-Man and Battle Cat roaring into action, leaping from place to place. Adam I don't Ru- know where they fucking left to because they were inside the mountain a minute ago but now they're outside the mountain.
1: Well, He-Man rushes in.
0: Mm-hmm. Like usual. Like Magnus. Yeah,
1: like Magnus Burnsides.
0: Magnus Mag- <laughs> Magnus He-Man rushes in.
1: Yeah, Magnus He-Man rushes in. And the first uh, foe they in- encounter is Beast Man.
2: Beast, Beast Man. Man. <laughs> Going somewhere He-Man? But <laughs> <laughs> I brought my electro whip.
0: Remember when I mentioned saving money on animation? So, he, Beast Man whips He Man's friggin' sword. And He Man, you know, in his one liner catty bitch self, is like, You look tired. You need a trip. And he picks Beast Man up and spins him over his head by the whip.
1: Because Beast Man's not gonna let go of the whip, obviously.
0: Yeah. We don't see that, though, because that would have been too expensive to animate because we had to draw 57 frames of Captain Penis. So instead, we are treated to some off-mic at work by Beastman's voice actor. Yeah. And that's about it.
1: Some foley work.
0: Yeah. And then, um... <laughs> reminds me of that Pat Oswalt bit. I slipped in some custard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could take depressing shitty footage and have people just yell jokes over it. Like, can you take super eight footage of a kid's birthday party? He's like eight years old, none of the other kids showed up. He's all alone in the kitchen with his little cake and his little hat to the side crying. You're like, oh my God, this is awful. But Then you have a voice off screen going, I just fell onto my bottom into some butterscotch. And you go, wow, a guy that I can't see, nor will I ever see just fell into some butterscotch and is talking out loud about it the way nobody does.
1: That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, so...
0: He-Man he, gets a random piece of glass that's like a foot thick.
1: So basically what he does, yeah, well, he gets the the glass, but what they ba- essentially do is make a makeshift cage. Kind of like symbolism.
0: Oh, it's all circuit. Everything rhymes. It's... You know it rhymes. It, you know it's like the first movie, so it's rhyming.
1: So they they finally get like this cavern that's like enclosed cavern. Throw Beastman at it and then shove a piece of glass in front of him. Or, like this very clear crystal. Yep. And Beastman's like, oh,
2: "Let me out of here when I get my claws on you." And
1: he has like and shut and the sundry
2: fuck up. other villain curses.
1: He's like, we'll do act for you later, scumbag.
0: Uh-oh, it's Evelyn! Not so fast, He-Man! I don't think you'll get past me! And she just starts firing with ricochet bullets and creates a bigger fucking hazard to herself than to He-Man.
1: So yeah, she shoots off the lasers and in He-Man fashion he uses his sword to deflect the lasers and they start shooting everywhere and uh, Evil Lane gets distracted, so while she's distracted, he runs, rushes up and then ties her staff around her wrists.
0: Which, don't think about that, because that sounds like he broke her wrists. Yeah. If you think about it too hard, it's like, are her wrists broken in there? Yeah. I mean, that sounds horrible.
1: Yeah, that's one of the first things I thought. I was like, that would usually break her wrists from all this force that's going around her, her wrists from the staff. It's a metal staff.
0: Unless he makes it... He's so strong, he makes it like plastic.
1: I guess so, but that still would fucking hurt her. Yes, it would. Uh, but not thinking about it too much. He, he ties <laughs> the, her up. The, name,
0: the, the, the opposite of the name of the show, not thinking about it too much, the podcast. So yeah, he grabs her and throws her ass into the cage along with Beastman, a little extra poetic justice. And they just start to bitch at one another. It's all your fault! And he's like,
2: I'm the one who said you, it's your fault, beast man, blah, blah, blah,
1: blah. And they're like, okay, we got these two idiots, we only got one idiot left.
0: Skeletor! And we cut to Skeletor Um, hanging out on the bone throne. The dude never moved
1: from the bone throne, which I find highly amusing.
0: He's like, man, He-Man's gonna come, He-Man's gonna come. I'll meet him on my terms. Welcome, he man. And he's like, you—you you said you wanted to talk. Of course, I want to talk, he man. As soon as you escort me to Gray Skull, we'll have a lovely conversation. And Never.
1: Yeah, like he man's like, who the fuck do you think I am? Whenever ever say yes to that, and Skeletor is like, oh, I have my ways.
0: No, I want you to tell me. What Bruce Lee movie was I watching, Zap! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'll give you a hint. (laughs) And and now He-Man is literally inside a hall of mirrors. Hey, a carnival reference.
1: Oh, he's in the house of mirrors. So he's surrounded there, so there's, like, multiple panels of mirrors, and there's a skeleton in each, and he's like... Guess which one's me?
0: There's only one real me. All the others are not me. Can you figure it out, he man? Can you figure it out while the walls close in? Now take me to Grayskull, or I'll turn you into he jelly. <laughs>
1: And he's just giggling up a storm, and he's like, you tell me!
0: Even you can't hold the walls apart for long. They must be super fucking strong. Otherwise, it was a real off day for He-Man.
1: Yes, I think it was more of an off day for He-Man. I can
0: tell you're tiring. <laughs> you soon will bring me to Grayskull And uh, Okay, I love this. Apparently, He-Man stores Pepper in his shoulder.
1: There's no shoulder pocket, so I'm not quite sure where the pepper came from.
0: Underneath that strap, he just tucks things under the straps. It's like he's a, got like his cell phone tucked under one side. It's like you know, it's like a bra strap. You know, yeah. He's got I was a, to say
1: it's like a woman's bra strap.
0: You know, he's got his cell phone on one side, a little roll of cash on the other.
1: It's kind it's of all wet. sweaty. Yeah, gross. Um, so oh he yeah. has a pepper, and he's like, for some reason, he knows exactly what pepper can do. Well, because
0: no. Yeah, I mean, he, I actually know, I, okay, so let's hang on for a second. Let's go back to Orko for a minute. Because I think that he, that He-Man slash Adam knows exactly what Pepper does. Oh, just, Because his mom is an Earth woman. Yeah. She certainly has talked to him about Pepper. She's like. Which means that he knew that that shit wasn't going to do a damn thing to Orko. He was just like, I don't give a shit, fuck it.
1: Yeah, because his mom was like, I'm not going to uh, raise you as a bland bitch. You're going to have spice in your life. Now let me make you some lemon yeah, I'm pepper not making, wings. Yeah. I'm
0: not making you friggin' macaroni and cheese every day, okay? Yes. Macaroni and cheese, the Eternian dish.
1: <laughs> but she makes some lemon pepper wings. She makes some all kinds of lovely... just, uh, just Corn beef. Corn beef. Some nice hot curry. Mm. Some good old gumbo. She loves them spices, especially those Creole spices.
0: So, we also find out that Pepper behaves weirdly on Eternia, because he flings it, it turns into a cloud of of frickin' cartoon floating nostril-seeking missile, and flows straight into Skeletor's nose, and this proves that Skeletor has some form of sinus. Yes. Because he sneezes, destroying all of his own mirrors. And sneezes so hard that his Havoc staff goes fucking flying.
1: So this causes the walls to stop closing in on He-Man and Cringer.
0: Because I guess Skeletor had that shit on like a dead man switch or something.
1: Yeah, I guess. (laughs)
0: Like, like, He-Man's like, oh, glad that worked. Well, let's find Teela. Hey, look, it's Teela. And she's like, I knew you'd find me. Uh, We would have been here sooner or later. You know, whatever.
1: We had some unfinished business we had to take care of.
0: And I love this line. Tila's like, Avalyn energized these chains. You'll never be able to break them. And he's like, yeah, sure, snap.
1: Oh. Oh. I guess not.
0: It's because the... Did you notice these chains were made out of tinfoil? Are you really really that dumb? I mean, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, thanks. I want to get the fuck out of here. Let's let's find Adam and Cringer. And he's like, Ah, oh, don't worry about it. They'll get to the back of the palace. I'll help them. Anyway, there's something I need to do. I have Beastman and and e- uh, actually, no, there's something you have to do. I locked up Beastman and Eva Lynn. I got some bitches you can lock up. And she's like, oh, yeah. We're gonna see what the law has come to them in attorney and court of law. <laughs> down down down.
2: You are about to enter the courtroom of Judge Judith Shainlin. The people are real. The cases are real. The rulings are final. This is Judge Judy.
0: He is Judge O. (laughs) All rise before the honorable court of this attorney and television show.
1: What was the line I was Judge telling? Judge Gaballo. <laughs> what was the, the the line I kept repeating?
0: Oh, this is a kangaroo court.
1: Yeah, why don't you do it?
2: Uh, this, is a, this is a kangaroo court. This is, this is a fucking kangaroo court. <laughs> Look, I object to this whole bullshit. Look, I want a new lawyer. He tried to make me eat out his ass for two bags of coffee. I don't want none of this shit. I'll kill your whole family.
0: I sound. I'm starting to sound less like Beast Man and more like a shitty combo of Vito Corleone, like I'll kill your whole family.
2: He offered me two bags of coffee if I hit out his ass.
1: Isn't it more like he wants to? He wanted to suck my
0: dick. Yeah, no, that was that was the first time he said that. He was like, he said he wanted to suck my dick. And I was like, hell no. And he won't give me the discovery. Alright.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, so Teela's gonna gonna bring them down before Judge Judy.
1: Yeah, and uh she's like
0: oh Are you trying to tell me that you created a sideshow? Just for the purpose of kidnapping, get out of my court.
1: Rule in favor the uh, compl- rule in play-
0: rule favor of the plaintiff ten million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> then they go to the end. It's like, how do you feel about the
2: verdict? I mean, I think it's kind of bullshit, but you know what Can you do? She's law.
0: <laughs> and how do you feel, Electro? Do you feel vindicated? I mean, I guess I do. Uh, you know, I only get $5 out of that whole deal, man. It's fucking bullshit. Now I'm back on the streets again anyway. I don't have a job. You know how hard it is finding a carnival in These people are fucking bored, man. They're boring. They're milk toast. And so we cut back, and we have Tila, and I, I actually like this. We have Tila describing what just happened to Adam but we are not treated to his boredom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, she's like, and that's what happened. And I'm like, thank you, God, for saving us on a padded runtime by having her describe the events that just passed and just cutting to after it. And Adam's like, yeah, and it was all thanks to this. And he holds the pepper and Orko's like, see, I told she was magical. Nobody wants it because it doesn't work. Which is the opposite of reality that I just said, because he, yeah. He's like, no, 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 you don't understand. It, co- it caused uncontrollable sneezing.
1: And Orko's like, let me see.
0: It'll work on me. And he just jams it into his face.
1: And he also has some kind of lung capacity and starts sneezing his ass off. Yeah,
0: which I guess means that orco has got a nose in there somewhere.
1: And everybody's like, oh, ha, ha. ha.
0: Norco's like, I guess that's what that's for. (laughs) So before we get to the lesson, um, what do you think about the episode? It's pretty good. I thought it was pretty good, too. It was entertaining. Yeah. You know, for an odd plot, I thought it was a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite episodes because, you know, shows that Beast Man's got some range. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, hey, I can I can play all of one other character.
1: Who sounds exactly like me?
0: You know, I mean, it's sort of a Nikki Cage thing. He always sounds like Nikki Cage. God, Nikki Cage. Nikki Cage is starring as Spider Man noir in the Spider Verse movie, and I am super happy about that. But not for a meme reason, but for a I'm glad Nikki Cage is getting work kind of reason.
1: Nicky Cage is so underrated.
0: Yes, because people don't under. that. Uh, all right. Anyway,
1: okay. Let's, let's, so, let's, let's not like have a like a circle jerk about Nikki Cage. Let's
0: talk about the lesson of the movie. What do you think about the lesson?
1: The Lesson was subpar.
0: Because what's the lesson?
1: Uh, it's one thing to have courage, but courage also means the le- like basically having self control. And say no to things that people are trying to pressure you into doing. Like drugs.
0: Yeah. Basically, they go super fucking Saturday mornings after school special on us and just hard turn into say no to drugs in a kind of veiled way. They don't say it. But come on, we already had the fucking don't do drugs lesson. We don't need this one again.
1: But, of course, you gotta have it. It's the 80s.
0: Yeah, I guess. Because, you know, everybody was on fucking angel dust. And Coke. They were high on the angel dust and the marijuana. They were worshiping Satan and going to rainbow parties. Rainbow
1: parties was till the 90s. But what about the AIDS crisis that's happening?
0: Oh, let's not talk about that. Okay. Okay. Let's just sweep that under the rug.
1: So, um, the last one was, was kind of crap. But, I mean... They were halfway there. They just missed uh, missed the landing.
0: Yeah, I have a question.
1: What's that question?
0: Did you have a royal boob?
1: I mean, I'm not sure. I just want to say it's Dick Guy.
0: <laughs> well, because he was having so much fun at the yeah, carnival. Yeah, he's just mean, like, having so much fun.
1: he's, he's like. He wasn't a royal boob in the sense of he fucked up real bad. Yeah. He was a royal boob because he was just enjoying himself at the shittiest carnival. I mean, home. you
0: know, that the royal boob is a fluid term. It can mean many things. It's a multivalent thing.
1: I just want to turn into something nice for once. And that guy
0: was just having so much fun. He was enjoying the shit out of himself.
1: He was enjoying something terrible and, you know... We've all been there.
0: We have all been there. You know, sometimes you get, like, roped into going to the monster truck rally, and sometimes you kind of have halfway fun.
1: Sometimes you see the room for the first time, and you have no idea what you're watching, but you know it's something very special.
0: Sometimes you watch Electro, and, you know, it's just nice to see a man work. (laughs) A man who's good at his job. Uh...
1: Touching
0: car batteries stuck inside water full of salt. All right, anyway, my <laughs> royal boob is somehow related to yours. Mine is the background artist who had so much fun putting dickhead in the game the whole <laughs> fucking episode. He was having so much fun. I mean, he was in as many frames as he possibly could with so many different expressions on his face. Ooh! Oh. Ah! Oh! Yeah so i i enjoyed i enjoyed the shit out of that so i think we should talk about what we're going to be talking about next time episode 27 or 31 on netflix a sale of two titties a tale of
1: two cities (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> the- By Marsh Lamore and Richard Pardee. We when know he- Richard. Well, Richard's back again. We. I don't think we know uh, Marsh.
1: I think this is the first time for Marsh, but he's going to come up a lot more in the future. Yeah. Um, let me read it for once. Mm-hmm. Um, after He-Man rescues Princess Rhea from Queen Bolina's guards, the Queen believes that he is a spy from her rival city, o- Operon, and captures him. Now... He man must fight the queen's champion gladiator to survive. We're having Ooh. a gladiator um, episode.
0: I like it. You know, there'll be a little Russell Crowe action. Yeah, I'll put on. I, I I was. I'll put on the thong for it. You know, we'll grease up. And we'll get down. It's going to be good. Um, so I'm excited for that. I don't remember that episode, so it'll be fresh in everybody's head.
1: Interesting. So, uh, any final thoughts before we close out?
0: Everybody embrace the inner joy that is dickhead in your own lives.
1: Find your dickhead.
0: He's out there somewhere,
1: waiting for you.
0: With a weird look on his face.
1: Even might even might be this episode, episode 15 on Netflix at Five minutes and thirty-one seconds.
0: The greatest moment of He-Man history. Hopefully, he'll show up in the new show with with uh, the Princess of Power coming to Netflix soon. That'll be fun. Yeah, a million uh, years from now, when we can actually watch it.
1: Yeah, but well, by the time we actually watch it, it'll be taken off Netflix.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll have to bogart it off of the off of the interweb. But again. Thank you guys so much for uh, being patient and, and you know, waiting for us to uh, come back from our little micro hiatus. Uh, should be getting back on an even keel pretty soon. You may be hearing more of a snurfing dog in the background than normal, but that's going to happen on every episode.
1: Because our dog's needy.
0: <laughs> Extremely needy. Well, thank you again and tune into next time on Eternia Confidential.
2: Bye-bye.